Hi, my name is Hannah Lynn. I live in Chicago and am married to a pastor. I call him John Miller. I graduated from Moody Bible Institute and am working on my master's in mental health. I cannot stop talking about the Bible and Jesus. So each week I want to keep it real with you and share what I'm learning. The Bible can apply to your real life right now. Don't believe me? Just give me a minute. We are starting a new series that I'm so pumped about. I'm calling it Celebrating Jesus's Life. Uh, Jesus's life not only shows us the character of our God, but also how he desires us to live. There are three aspects of Jesus's life that we're going to take a look at during the Christmas season. And this week, we're going to look at who Jesus sees. My husband, John, has a great memory for names. He knows everyone's first and last name. And when we started attending our church, I noticed right away how fast he made friends with everyone. We have a pretty diverse church in age and in culture. And although he was only a youth pastor at the time, he knew every single person in that church within the first month. I was so impressed and it really convicted me. When I read the New Testament, that's something that I find very admirable about Jesus. He sees other people that others wouldn't have seen. He didn't go to the high ups or those in church leadership and only remember their names. No, he knew Zacchaeus's name, a tax collector, someone who was not someone you would want to be associated with at all. You can read that full story in Luke 19. He talked to the Samaritan woman with a tainted past. That's in John 4. I feel like Jesus was always running into lepers. They were people who in that time got kicked out of society because of a skin disease. A great example of this is in Matthew 8. I think about the woman who had internal bleeding, who just wanted to touch Jesus. And Jesus felt her faith and turned around looking for her so that he could see her. How powerful is that? He wasn't stressed out about the crowd of people he was in. He wasn't distracted by what he was going to teach next. He wasn't too busy with the next thing in his ministry. No, he saw her. He came face to face with her. And that story you can read in Luke 8. Uh, Back to my husband, uh, John Miller. (laughs) He was a construction worker for about 10 years before becoming a pastor. So he worked with his hands and he knew how to work hard. John also loves fishing. He could fish for hours. I remember on vacation when we went uh, to the shore, he said, "Eh, maybe I'll fish a little bit. So he brought his fishing poles. No, I could not get that guy off of the beach. (laughs) He loves to fish. And that's why I kind of love that Jesus was around fishermen all the time. Just down to earth, nothing special, fishermen. I love that. He didn't surround himself with the best theologians or the scholars of the day or the rich and famous. Come on. I think our our culture needs to hear this right now. Our Christian culture needs to hear this. No, he surrounded himself with fishermen. I love it. And a great example of how this all started, you can read in Matthew 4, when he calls out two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. Guys, even now reading all these stories, it makes me so in awe and so excited about how Jesus interacted with 
the people around him, the people that were not seen. He didn't just talk to them. He didn't just sit down and and ask them about their life. No, he talked to them and knew them. He knew their names. I mean, the Bible says that he called Zacchaeus by his name. It wasn't like they were introduced. Hi, I'm Jesus. And Zacchaeus said, I'm hi, I'm Zacchaeus. No, it wasn't like that. He called Zacchaeus from a tree because of the crowds around Jesus. And Zacchaeus was short. He wasn't noticed. I know how that feels. I'm like five foot two. So I totally get it. But get this, that's the kind of people we need to be in all situations, at our jobs, at our places of ministry, at our college, at our church. We need to be like Jesus because he truly saw those who felt invisible. This is not a natural thing for us. So I'm going to be honest here because of my job, I meet a lot of people. But it's so easy for me to shake hands and say, thanks for listening to Moody Radio or uh, and just brush it off. It's so easy. I mean, and and I work with a lot of faith leaders. <laughs> I'll just say that it is so easy to ignore the people who do the production and the behind the scenes work and go right to those who are going to be talking in public. So the speaker for the day or those on the radio, it's so easy to care about them and not so much the people behind the scenes. I get it. It is not a natural tendency, me included. And that's why I think we need to pray about this and ask the Lord to really teach us how to be those kinds of people, people that see the invisible, the hurting, the broken the discouraged, especially in churches. I mean, James talks about this. If you want to check it out, it's in chapter two. It's the sin of partiality. It's not good, guys. And we have been doing that in the church. I mean, we really have. And I'm sick of it. It says, my brothers, show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes to your assembly and a poor man in shabby clothing comes in also. And if you pay attention to the one who wears a fine clothing and say, you sit here in a good place while you say to the poor man, you sit over there or sit down at my feet. Have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts. Listen, my beloved brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he has promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man. Don't give special treatment to those who are dressed super well or have the most social media following. I mean, come on, we have to not look like this. We can't be doing this in our churches. We can't be doing this in our personal lives. We have to be more like Jesus. Oh, I'm getting passionate about this. It makes me choked up. I used to serve in a nonprofit uh, organization that would talk about discipleship and they would talk about, you know, befriend the the leaders of the group first and then those the others will follow. And I remember that one of the 
leaders in this organization did the exact opposite. And I got to watch his ministry really take off because he befriended the kids at the playground who, uh, you know, were probably doing things that they shouldn't be. Uh, He made friends with the nerds. He he made friends with those who, you know, spent hours and hours doing video games. And lastly, he started to make friends with the football players. And you know what? I just think that that's how Jesus would have done things. Okay, I'm going to wrap this one up with a prayer because I truly don't think we can do this without the Lord's help. And if you think this is an area that you need to work on, I would suggest reading the New Testament more and more, the life of Jesus. Just look at how he lived. I mean, it's convicting. Lord Jesus, please give us eyes to see those who feel invisible. Give us the eyes to see those who are hurting, who have been overlooked, who have been treated less than. Give us the eyes of Jesus, Lord. Please let us see through your eyes and forgive us when we have not done that. When we've made whole ministries around uh, pointing out and elevating those who are rich and famous, who are the intelligent, who are the ones who the world would already see. Please forgive us for that. We repent, Lord. And I just pray that you would help us to see those who you see. Give us your eyes and thank you that you've seen us in our desperate and hard and quiet moments, Lord, where we felt unseen. In your name I pray, amen. That's Real, and I'm your host, Hannah Lynn. While you're here, don't forget to follow That's Real Radio. Hit like and share with a friend. If you want to find out more about me, the Bible, or Moody Radio, head over to thatsrealradio.org. That's thatsrealradio.org. Thanks for giving me a minute.